Everyone faces questions and decisions that require insight and answers as we move forward personally, professionally, and corporately in all areas of this thing we call life in America today. Hello, this is Joe Schofield, and I invite you to tune in every Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. as we talk together and hear from key leaders of all ages and backgrounds about your questions. Interesting, informative, intuitive, but always encouraging. Tune us in on BBS Radio Network. Join Pastor Joe and co-hosts Ron Greer, Dr. Paul Hall, Stephanie Thayer, and Dr. Craig Thayer in Raising Expectations. Hey, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to this week's version of your show, hopefully lifting you up, raising expectations. We're coming to you live and direct now, and uh, the team is ready to go. We've got a really special guest to, to share with you tonight that I know is going to lift your spirits and encourage you as we have our wonderful time together. Somebody said to me the other day, now that uh, it's getting a little cooler in the fall, we get into winter, can we uh, have a cup of coffee on the show? And I said, sure, we may even get cups for you someday. How about that? That uh, we'll have the name of the show and you'll be able to have your coffee with us each Monday night and then without us during the week as you watch. But thanks so much for tuning in. We count you as family and we count you as blessings in our lives that you would tune in. Our prayer is always that Jesus will, as you watch him, meet you at the deepest points of your needs every day because he's always there. He's only a prayer away. Tonight, uh, we have... uh, uh, the team ready to go here. And and again, as usual, I got some great uh, feedback this week from people and uh, they like to know the team. So I'm going to introduce the team again. We do it every week, but it's kind of a, a highlight because usually I get a, something wrong. So I'm going to try to get a perfect score, Stephanie, tonight on this, on, on everything that I do on this. So first of all, on the team, you know, we have from the West Coast, from the town of Lompoc, California, uh, home of the Lompokians, we have Dr. Paul Hall in Southern California. How's that, Paul? That was pretty official. Wasn't well, it? actually, it's, it's actually Lompoc, but we'll, we'll let it slide. Oh, now you could have messed me up I'm again. kidding. I'm kidding. It's yeah, Lompoc. Lompoc. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. But uh, Paul okay. is a retired pastor, a theologian. He's been a friend of mine for over 50 years. He's like a brother. Uh, Paul has pastored and built churches and Christian schools, and he's loved and revered by countless thousands of people because he walks with the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, he has a humble heart that touches everyone he meets in person and uh, on the radio and on the television here tonight. So, Paul, we love you, brother. Thanks for being a part of this and uh, for being my brother. So, also, as we travel now from the West Coast all the way to the East Coast, we have with us uh, Stephanie uh, Thayer, who is, as you know, the founder, CEO of Quenching Well. She's uh, works as a specialist in nutrition, and she's also a wonderful, godly woman and mother, and uh, and she uh, does a tremendous job of helping people understand who they are, what they need to eat, how they stay in shape, and better than that, the source of that strength comes from a personal walking relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
She talks it and she lives it and she shows it. You can pick her up on Facebook also. Each morning there'll be great things that she'll get in the stream. We're friends with all of us. She'll give you great hints and great scripture each each and every day. And uh, her husband, Dr. Tank, who's a trauma surgeon, is on an emergency uh, situation tonight. He called. He can't be with us tonight, but we're praying for him. Uh, again, God always uses him in incredible ways in the lives of people who ever have the privilege of meeting him. So uh, he won't be with us tonight, but he'll be back next week. And he said to let you know that he's praying for all of us, and especially our guest he wants to meet tonight. So Stephanie, again, is from... Uh, the great state of Georgia, in Dalton, Georgia, near Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is also not far from South Carolina. How am I doing? I was, I got the job on that one. Also <laughs> close to Alabama. I'm close to Alabama, too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yep, that's right. There you go. Crimson Tide. There you go. But uh, also, <laughs> moving from the East Coast where, uh, and Southeast Coast, we moved back to Central America, to the great state of Texas, and that's where that's where we find our favorite pastor in the whole state right here, Ron Greer, who is a great man of God. This this guy is uh, just someone who will bless your life, as you know. Many of you have all commented about the team. And uh, he's there in McKinney, Texas. And uh, he uh, works with Man in the Mirror. He, melts, he disciples men, helps them to understand who they are in their walk with Christ. And frankly, he helps them to understand who they are, how they got there, what God's going to do. He's one of those great pastors who turns negatives into positives in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, just like Paul. And uh, the, not the Apostle Paul, actually the Apostle Paul, but Dr. Paul also. Oh, Dr. Right. Paul, okay. All right. But you got that one. You knew what I was going to say. I was going to say thanks a lot. I appreciate that. That's yeah, a little much. Yeah, he springs right above me, but yeah, you're not that That's old right yet. Paul. Okay, the other Paul. We're okay. getting there, but we're not that old yet. That's right. <laughs> So anyway, all right, now that we've we've gotten very spiritual looking and incredibly serious looking, right, Stephanie? Very serious. Very serious, that's it. Okay, we want to introduce you tonight, someone very, very special. Yeah, someone very special. That is serious. All right, ready? On three. One, two, three. We've got a guest for you tonight that is a very special and dear friend of my sister and my brother-in-law, who you all prayed for, who's with the Lord now, uh, as he struggled through Alzheimer's, and it was always a, a beacon of light in his faith for Christ. He used to be one of my deacons and my good friend. He, uh, She uh, took this special guest we're going to share with you tonight, and they went on a choir tour, and uh, on that tour to Hawaii with his family, he learned to wear this kind of Hawaiian shirt. So in his honor tonight, I am wearing my very shy, quiet, bland, this I love, Hawaiian shirt because it just comes right out at you and lets you know that I am here so that if I don't say the right words, you know, at least he's present. But in any event, which you don't always see on the news today. So in any event, this man right here is very, very special. This is Dr. Dennis Harding. He is a, a chiropractic atlas muscle specialist. I think there's somewhere around only 300 of them in the entire nation that do what he does. And really, there's only around 3,000 in the entire world. But I'm going to let him share that with you. He's a strong believer. He's a highly, highly respected in his field. And uh, I I just respect this man from what my family said. And also, he gives a very special flyer, this one here, out to all of his patients. And I love at the end where he says, I've been blessed for many years to have a mission to help people 
with their atlas muscle and physical life, bone rather, and physical life. I also believe that I've been called for a spiritual perspective to share Jesus Christ with others through this office. He's always there to share Christ as well as healing. And he's going to share with you how that's a kind of a trauma medicine. I shared that a little bit with Tank today, but it is a trauma situation. So we're going to welcome him tonight with the famous uh, Raising Expectation round of applause. And we want to welcome Dennis. Welcome to Raising Expectations. That's it. Whichever way we go, it works. Hey, TJ, bring on our guest, would you? Dennis, thanks for being with us tonight. And welcome to our show. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Privilege. I, I appreciate that. Thank you for that. Oh, we're just so glad you're with us. Maybe you could just open up and then we're just, we're just a family. We're extremely shy, very introverted and extremely, extremely serious, as you can tell. And I think that's why most of the audience, they've told me they love to tune in and be with us because we're kind of their family. So maybe you could share a little bit about your life and maybe, uh, like you shared in, in your, your spiritual journey there and a little bit about what you do because it's really exciting. And then we'll just be able to jump in with you whenever you're set. Thanks, Dennis. Okay, thank you. Well, I was a, a Baptist preacher's uh, kid. There were six of us. And uh, my dad was very legalistic. And I rebelled as as good as I could from that. For about 21 years, there was one time I embarrassingly did things in my life uh, against that to the point where it hurt my dad's ministry. And he's gone now, but that still bothers me. So yeah. anyway, as a, as a result of that, the Lord, uh, I happened to be hunting in the woods uh, and, and elk hunting on the Oregon coast, where the area I grew up in there, it rains about 120 inches a year, 10 feet. So uh, that's why I live in California, by the way. But uh, we were out elk hunting and we split up and I've never been great with directions and I got lost. And I realized that I was, uh, it was starting to get dark and it started to get real foggy and the fog was moving in. We were only maybe a half mile from the, from the coast, from the ocean. And I, I thought I was going to have to spend the night in the woods, but I, I knew I'd been fighting, accepting the Lord. I'd made, oh, I don't know, half a dozen false professions to keep my parents happy and uh, but there was never really any change in me and in, in me. It was just words. And so um, as a result of that, I knelt by a tree and asked the Lord to save my soul. And if it's his will to get me out of the woods. And and that morning we had been walking into the woods and there was a Model T or Model A Ford. The trees were growing up. The trees were probably six inches in diameter. That thing had been there so long. And we made a joke about it. And I stood up from that tree and or from kneeling at that tree and asking the Lord to to save me. And I turned around and there was that Model T Ford and I knew exactly where I was at. And I was 10 minutes from the road and I knew right where it was. Mm -hmm. The Lord literally saved me twice that day. (laughs) And and I was scared to death. So I was all by myself. We'd split up. There was a group, there was four of us and we'd gone four different directions. And and as a result of that, I I, uh, tried to, you know, you, you always wish it was different mistakes I've made in my past. I'm sure we all have those or most of it, but uh, in an effort to do that, the Lord has led me to uh, try and be a witness here where I can in my office. So, yeah. So I do have to have to give a, a, a testimony to the testimony. So any Christians listening out there that have been led by the Lord to do something, 
Um, the Lord had laid on my heart to put my testimony in the office for six years and finally woke me up at about two o'clock in the morning. And he said, cause I kept saying, well, I'm not good at writing. I'm a science guy. I'm a math guy. I'm not a, I'm not an English whiz. And, and he woke me up in the morning at two o'clock and he said, well, dictate it into your phone. That's how you do all your dictation at the office anyway, and have somebody else type it. So I dictated it into my phone and left it there for a year. And uh, procrastinated another year. And so uh, finally, I had somebody type it out. And I was at a, in a Bible study with about 16 men. And at that Bible study, I just was so convicted that I should have, that I should be out instead of in, that I should live out and let others know where my heart was. And, and we have verses on the wall here and we listen to Christian music, but uh, in the office, but um uh, it, 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 I wanted to take that step. And I started crying in that men around 16 men and I couldn't quit for anything. And one of my friends in there later, he says, so what's going on with you Harding? And I said, well, this is what the Lord's laid on my heart. And he said, well, my, my wife taught your daughter English in the Christian school, let her type that up and print it up and get it all ready to print. So she did it. And then I had it when I took it in to get printed. It they said, "Well, it's cheaper at 500 And I thought, "Wow, that's a lot." But I had to print five hundred. And then I came, and they sat in my office for three months. I was still afraid to be take that step. And finally, I was getting ready to go on a two week vacation. I thought, "Well, if I put them out and nobody likes me, I just won't come back from vacation." And <laughs> so I put them out, and and the Lord in in one week, forty seven of those five hundred. Tracks went out in one week. Wow. It was, just, it was just like, I told you, I've been telling you for seven years. So that's my testimony to my testimony story. I procrastinated a very long time and the Lord worked on my heart. So, wow. yeah. But mm-hmm. as a result of that, my uh, you mentioned to kind of tell people what I do. I, I teach people that there's 206 bones in the body and I'm only good at one of them. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm pretty good at that one. So as a chiropractor, we kind of have a reputation of twisting and popping and cracking. And, and I, I don't do that. Um, my The one bone that I'm good at is called the atlas bone. And if people have their video on, the atlas bone is weighs about an ounce and a half to two ounce and ounces and holds your skull on it. So your skull is the size of a bowling ball and depends well, on bigger. how smart. Yeah, well, somebody as smart as you are. You're probably some 15, 17 pounds, but it's, it's between nine and 17 pounds, but it sits on that golf tee. So if you get trauma, if you're involved with a trauma and that little bowling ball gets moved around up in there, it displaces that top bone in the body. And that top bone in the body controls two fifths of the blood supply to the brain. And it controls the vascular supply down the Jugular artery, when it gets turned too much, it'll pinch off the jugular artery. It controls the pumping of cerebral spinal fluid in the brain. And it also controls the traction on the brainstem. So that's why with 206 bones, I can, I can be busy all day working on one. Oh we see a ton of people with a myriad of situations after they've had a trauma of auto accident or even traumatic birth, or I've worked on kids as early as three hours old. So, wow. yeah. 
So, and with adults, our, our technique is unique in that we measure the bone three-dimensional. So we take x-rays and we measure it from the side. It's right, right underneath the earlobe. And then we measure it from the side, x-dimension, from the top, top down for rotation. And we measure it from the front, the z-vector. So we measure it x, y, z. And our new system uh, measures it within a hundredth of a degree in each direction. And then we apply a mathematical formula to that and put a a vector actually into an instrument. I don't do that, that bone by hand and the instrument sends a wave. It doesn't, it doesn't do a excursion. It doesn't hit anything. There's a a six pound wave that's produced a percussion wave that moves the bone. So we don't, we don't, you can't even feel it. You know, my, my joke is I've got some little race cars, some, some toy race cars. And I tell them if I hurt you, I'll buy you a race car. So uh, (laughs) for a while I was using Tesla and I thought, well, I don't even want to buy the small Teslas. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You can't charge them in Auburn. (laughs) So that's what I do. That's, that's unique. Uh, Like you said, there's, there's about 300 of us board certified in the world. Uh, that do my technique with the with the percussion wave instrument. There's about six different what we call upper cervical techniques, uh, styles, if you will. Uh, of course, mine's best, but uh, <laughs> uh, there's about six different ones. So, a couple of them are a little more traumatic, a little more, uh, I won't say traumatic, a little more uh, forceful than others. It's actually a hand adjustment. So that's why I like what I do that, um, I mean, I've I've seen wired together, screwed together, fused together. Uh, oh, we're, we're pretty, you know, we've, we're safe uh, with, uh, with a lot of uh, pretty tough necks. So. Oh, amen. Yeah. Well, now, so the question, uh, so use the machine once, or is this an ongoing treatment with the, with the machine? Well, that, so you don't do like, hand adjustments, right? Right. I do a little bit of hand adjustment below there. Like uh, the first rib through the, through the thoracic, uh, spine the trapezius gets its nerves the big triangle in the back and in, in the back that comes right. right up in here and gives headaches right. up over in the eye and stuff right here and then right. it goes all the way down to the middle of the back that guy gets its nerve supply from this area so when this has been injured it goes into tight mode so when people have tightness across the traps across the shoulders in here that's chronic that's because that muscle is guarding that so if I poke you in the eye, you're going to contract a muscle to garden. Well, the way God made it is that those, those nerves in there, when they get threatened, they tell that trapezius muscle to tighten down and guard and protect. So, wow. so a lot of that is the trapezius. We see about 90% of low back tightness too, because there's a connection between there and the, the, the it, that top bone controls uh, two muscles that attach to the, sheath over the cord called the dura mater and when you're in a whip it's it's really a neat biblical story uh i might jump into that a little bit there's a sheath over the cord that has a little bungee cord right up at the top to be able to turn your head and right up in that area is where the nerve to the diaphragm comes out if you remember christopher reeve superman well he broke number two up in there and the inflammation got that nerve called the phrenic nerve that goes to the diaphragm. And that's why he couldn't breathe. Well, when 
when that wrink, there's a wrinkle in there and that nerve comes in between those wrinkles like this. Well, if you play football and take a hit or take, get in a car wreck or fall off the roof or, you know, whip your neck around, those wrinkles would pinch the nerve to the diaphragm and every one of those would be a fatality. Except for the magic of our creator, there's a nerve that senses that is going to be shut off and it pulls the wrinkles out and saves your life. And it in just an instant. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. It's absolutely that affects all the way to the bottom. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in a car wreck, there's a yeah. one of those nerves pulls that wrinkles out so that you're you can still breathe. So wow. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so as and a result some would call that, that uh, some would call that a fluke of evolution. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and and yeah. you know, I, I get to share that. Oh, uh, six times a week, probably with people that have been in traumatic injuries or cheerleaders that they got dropped yeah. after being thrown in the air or something. And, and the evolutionists uh, disagree, but I, I ask him, well, how many people uh, did it take to figure that out to, to grow that little muscle in there? Right? Absolutely. How many people had to die before evolution figured that one out? Right? Say one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dennis, what are some of the, what would, what would be, if let's suppose somebody's sitting at home and they're feeling a little tight, you know, up, up in here and things like that. Uh, what, what would be some of the symptoms of a problem with the, with the atlas bone? I mean, well, the longer that it goes on, the worse it gets. Okay. okay. As a rule, the longer you have a rock in your shoe, the worse it gets. It right. goes from pain to loss of function, right? You'll, you'll end up with a bloody mm. stump if you leave it in there long enough, right? Mm. So the progression is the problem occurs, the body kind of adapts to it, tightens up the muscles around there, and then things progress. Uh, what I see probably 95% of my day is, is headaches, migraines, uh, dizziness, nausea, lightheadedness, brain fog is big. That little, the blood supply of the brain that I showed you, that's big time uh, uh, brain fog. Um, uh, more pain, eye movement for focus, different things like that. Uh, we see a lot of a uh, lot of nausea uh, and sleep loss. That same muscle goes to sleep loss. And these pictures of this are on my website. If anybody's listening, that they want to see the pictures uh, of uh, what I'm the, the schematic of how it gets there. Um, so when one goes to a, a chiropractor and you're lying there on your back and he takes his hands and puts them back, you know, on your neck, and I'm assuming this is one of the one of the cervical techniques, you know, and then all of a sudden, pop, you know, he yeah. twists your head. Is is he is that his effort to make some kind of adjustment to the atlas bone? Yes. Well, I assume okay. it depends on where his contact is. So you can have. Okay. You're, you know, I, I did that uh, 43 years ago was the last time I did one of those. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to say anything negative, but but I'm not a fan. Um, okay. uh, so I'm a little bit of a, of a rogue guy. But this, to me, that's not very specific with something that houses the brain stem and controls mm-hmm. two-fifths of the blood supply to the brain. Wow. So, uh, and, and the difference, um, if you measure it specifically and correct it specifically, it, ta- it stays in longer. Now, like uh, uh, Ron asked the question about how long is it going to stay in? Do I have to do that over and over? 
Mm-hmm. And I used to get my neck, I had neck pain. When I was 16 years old, I was on six muscle relaxers and painkillers a day. At wow. 16 years old. My, my brother and I had, when we were 14, rehab some cars with the neighbor boys and we had our own racetrack. And so what can go wrong with that picture, right? <laughs> Sounds like fun. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun, but that's why I'm a neck specialist today. <laughs> so at that, that point, I was, <laughs> at that point, I was so messed up. They, I went to a chiropractor and he drove a red Porsche and that's the day I decided he fixed me and the, and he drove a red Porsche car and I thought, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, um, that's 16 years old the day I decided to do that, but. That I like the precision, uh, Paul, and answer your question. Mm-hmm. To me, I want to have the best precision. And because of those old injuries in my past, I used to go to a chiropractor twice a week. It, they treated me for free. I was in pain all the time. And with this, I have not had a neck adjustment in over 27 years. Wow. So stayed in wow. place that long. Now, that's the exception, not the rule. The Lord provided that, I, I truly believe. Because when my neck was out and I was a mess, I had brain fog and nausea and and headaches and stuff just like everybody else. And I was mixing up right and left on the patient. I, I had them lay on their left side and I wanted their right side. I mean, I had terrible brain fog. And I just prayed sincerely that I felt like the Lord gave me a gift to do this, but I needed my brain to do that. And he saw fit to let it stay in there. And I've been in three car wrecks and it stayed in place. So that's him, not me. <laughs> so that he's allowed that to be that way. But in answer, once again, answer to Ron's question, uh, our, my first adjustment averages between 70 and 100 days staying in place. It depends oh. on, it depend, uh, it depends on how bad they are and how good I am. Okay. If I don't do a good job, they don't stay in very good. Uh, if it, the, the, the weak link of this area right here, there's a certain ligament up in there that kind of holds everything together. God put a, a ligament. Here's number, two. Here's number two bone. It's got a little thumb that sticks up and that sits on top of there and spins on that axis like that. In fact, that bone's called the axis and this is called the Atlas. Excuse me. So Charles Atlas holds the world up in Greek mythology. And the world spins on its axis. So this is axis C2, and that's atlas C1. Well, holding all that mess together, if you think about it, I don't know if you can see in, in my computer or not, but the way God made us, the way that skull sits in there, oops, let me bring it up. The way God made us, the way that skull sits in there, it's uphill in every direction. It should seat back in there all, all, all on its own. But when you get in traumatic you know, slap, tie yourself into a missile called a Chevy and hit a Ford, it changes that relationship and screws up that, messes up that uh, ligament in there, you know? So anyway, back to Ron's question. It depends on their, how, how damaged it is. It depends on how good of a job I do. And it depends on what they do after we put it back together. If I put them together and they go do yoga and, tilt their neck way back, you know, it won't stay. So we kind of have a protocol of don't, don't, don't do this stuff for 30 days and let it stabilize in there. And our, my goal is to get it to hold longer and longer and longer because then they get better quicker and I look better. I mean, that, that's kind of <laughs> the way it works. 
you know. So, so, so there, there's a so your the machine does the uh, the adjustment. Yes. Uh, so what holds it in place are the muscles or are there tendons? Uh, well, ligaments. Mainly, it. what holds it is ligaments. Are you know? Think about your knee. Your muscle moves it, but the the uh, the ACL and the MCL and all that kind of right, stabilize right. it. In fact, that ligament that I was talking about up there uh, in the top, it only takes it takes less than than 250 newtons to tear that ligament, and it takes over 600 newtons to tear an ACL. So I I don't know. You know, I I'm not in control of the design here. But I don't really be- believe we are designed to do what we do to our necks because of that. You wow. know, football mm-hmm. and, and, you know, motorcycle crashes. And I mean, I, you name it. It's, you know. Now, it's, folks, it's, he said the, the football thing. We didn't say that. I'm in Texas. It's the religion here. So. <laughs> You're in Texas, <laughs> Stephanie. So on that note, um, our family just moved across the country to Georgia. We lived in El Dorado County. We lived in Rescue. So we lived very close to you. Yes. I, I am surprised we don't know each other because it's a smaller community there. And yes. my husband's medical too. But I looked you up and you do something that I have no idea what it is. So I want you to explain. You hydrofoil... Oh, yes. what yes. is that? <laughs> you do what? Most fun in the world. Okay. <laughs> I it, what it is? It's it's um, it's skiing sitting down. When you get to be my age, oh. seven, you get to ski sitting down. Okay, okay. so you, it, it's a it's a has a board about the size of a wakeboard, and it's got a chair on it for us old geezers. And <laughs> you strap your you sit on it and you strap your feet into it. And it's got a belt that goes across like a, a belt. And then underneath it, mine was 39-inch uh, uh, shaft yeah. that goes down. And it's got two airplane wings. One's about like this. And then the <laughs> bottom one's about probably 12 inches wide. And when you pull out with a boat, you just sit up and that hydrofoil <laughs> stays in the water. And the, and the board races above the water. Wow. And if you... Tilt back really fast, it pops out of the water and and you jump the wake. Okay, so that makes me think: Have you done this on snow? I know it's because I know the hydrofoil has a it has something yes. in the water. Yeah. Now I know they've got a snow ski because I looked at that. Yeah. My wife put a kibosh on that. That at my age, <laughs> but I've been doing the hydrofoil about twenty five years, so I was younger when I had, went through my learning curve on that. But, Very cool. Uh, it is. I literally cackle when I'm behind the boat doing it. so much fun. I just can't not cackle. But, and, well, and vice I, president I, does, so it's okay. That's right. But the, the neat story to that: my best friend bought one. They're the new ones were very expensive, and and his son and my son were in Christian school together, and um, so us two dads and our two boys started when they were twelve. And we got to ski every Monday night in the summertime for, wow, wow he quit at 32, I think, when his son was born. Wow. So, and I still go out occasionally, yeah. So, it so, was So, so, it was so my great. question is, you say you have a chair you sit on the board or you stand? Yeah, a little, a little stool about this big. Yeah, you, yeah. it's called uh, a sky, sky ski is, uh, or a hydrofoil. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've seen the, 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 in the, just the surfboard just standing on, but never the, the chair is sitting. I, I gotta look yeah, that one for up. Old, yeah. For old guys, Ron. Yeah. As soon, well, not, no, I've seen young people on it. So as soon as you started describing it, I knew what it was. They kind of look like they're flying out of the water yeah, almost. Out of the water, like, yeah. yes. like they're hovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Now, my friend's son, he became, I think, the sixth in the nation. So I can I could jump it. I could get it out of the water just enough to take a camera shot underneath it to put on the wall, you know. And I could I I can jump it still at my at my age. But his son uh, could do three sixties backwards, three sixties sideways, three sixties forward. Uh, we have a picture of him upside down. His head was we we estimated uh, twenty six feet above the water, upside down behind my boat. Yeah. So you have guaranteed patience, you know, ongoing. <laughs> That's why we encourage it. <laughs> but I don't do that, Ron. I don't want my to get messed up, right? That's right. Yeah, but that's my summer passion. Oh, oh wow! All right, I gotta, I gotta put them on the bucket list. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do try that. For me, and, uh, and I don't want to be sexist here, but we struggle. We struggle more with it than the, than the ladies do because it's mostly hips. You know, when you're skiing or you're snow skiing. Oh, you can't see that. It's uh, tough. I'm not offended. Carry on. <laughs> but it is. I'm just telling you, it's harder yeah. uh, to teach men than, than the ladies just because it's more natural. Yeah, I men, actually men see that with paddle body and, and feet uh, and, yeah. instead of hips. Yeah. yeah. I see that with paddle boarding, too, actually, because it takes a lot of foot strength and I, I don't know. It's just different for men. It takes a little bit longer to get it. My feet cramp. My arches. My husband's too. I'm hanging on for dear life. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I well, I have to. I have a confession. Uh, so I was a boxer for a number of years, yes. and I trained boxers. Uh, did martial arts for a number of years as well, and I wrestled for <laughs> throughout high school and kind of after high school, as long as I should have. Uh, but I, I thought so I'm interested in, in your uh, your treatment. Because I, I, I'm thinking about all the guys who became too old to box or too old to participate in, in full contact. And yeah. usually because problems with the feet, the problem with their, their uh, pain in the feet or their legs were numb or they couldn't do spinning kicks because they get, they get dizzy. And I'm yeah. thinking now with all the things you mentioned, yeah. all those rocks to the head, I think, that, I think that, that's, that's probably the reason. Well, uh, and even more just so- the age. Even more so from those guys uh, on my on my website, we've got a great video of a professional football player that yeah. it shows. Um, uh, and I don't know if you you can see pictures in here, but I set it aside. Uh, I don't. Yeah, maybe I can see it. So oh, this is a, this is a normal brain right there. See, it looks kind of like a cauliflower. Well, right. this was his brain. See how the cerebrospinal oh. fluid jammed in there? See that? Wow. Wow. And what happens is there a choke point when that bone is out of place, it creates a choke point right down here at the bottom. So uh, these two pictures are 45 minutes apart. So after oh, they adjust oh. this guy, the cerebrospinal <clears throat> fluid drains out. And I believe that that's what they, and the, the theory is that's what causes CTE is that that cerebrospinal fluid doesn't bathe the brain. It's not nutrient, nutrient and nutrition for the brain and that kind of thing. So that's causes the progression of, of problems where if that bone is in line and you don't create that choke point, you mm-hmm. have a reduced probability of that. Okay. 
That's what called the CGE. What was that? CTE is the is the brain problems pro football players have. Right. Right. Yeah. CTE. Is 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 your Atlas therapy? I'm sorry, I don't know the term that you use for it, but is is the football industry starting to utilize this? Because of this, they are starting to, yes. Michael Strahan uh, is a patient for this or was back in the day. And in fact, he credits his ability to uh, focus and do what he does to having his head on straight for that many years. Mm -hmm. But because he's a very popular guy and a very... uh, um, you know, outspoken guy. And this particular one uh, was uh, Jim McMahon. Remember the, the Bears? Oh, the rest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stephanie's way too young to remember the 85 <laughs> the Bears. The uh, Bears. But uh, that was their quarterback back in the day. And he has, uh, there's about a three minute video on my, on my website of him getting adjusted and it shows the adjustment and it shows uh, his before it shows pictures of this. Actually, oh. I stole this off of the ESPN. Uh, uh, <laughs> vi- that video I stole off it of, with permission. I'm sorry. I, I got yeah, Bar- <laughs> yeah. But it's a it's on ESPN. Uh, thirty for thirty. Uh, they're mm. they're uh, thirty for thirty on the eighty five Bears. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So it's um, an extremely rewarding career. I had a couple of young uh, 32-year-old twins from Idaho uh, chiropractors that were trying to proselyte over into doing this from the typical chiropractic. I, they shattered me all day Thursday, and I spent Thursday, Friday, Saturday with them. And and I told them I, I get I get goosebumps almost every day for just seeing changes. So it's mm-hmm. very rewarding, extremely. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love yeah. now, wow. now, now, under that, that Atlas bone, Yes. Are there nerves coming th- out through the triangle or is yes. it coming? Well, underneath it. Yes. Underneath there's, it. So the, so C1, C1 the, the top two, I don't know. My poor plastic spine has seen better days here. I, I'm sorry, Ron. But okay. uh, I don't know if we can see it here. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, top, the top two come right out the back here, out of right. the back. And then from there down, sometimes a remnant of number three will come out the back, but then the rest of them come out uh, to go down the arm and stuff come out from the side. Yeah. But these guys, I can actually palpate those and they're, the patient will feel them tender and I can feel them. Um, They feel like a frozen pea when I, when I, when I teach this stuff, it's, it's like um, to doctors, uh, other chiropractors, it's like palpating a frozen pea. And if it's more tender, it's a bigger P. And if it's, you know, if it's not, so we can palpate the top two uh, before and after. And then once we adjust them, by the way, that it's uh, uh, when we palpate it, it's no longer sensitive at all to the patient. So it's, uh, they can feel it and I can feel it. Yeah. Well, that, that, that brings up another confession. (laughs) Confessional time. So so in the martial arts training, uh, there's a certain technique that we were trained artists, uh, mainly fighters. Uh, There's a two knuckle punch, just the base of the skull here. Sure. The guys, the legs would go. Yeah. uh, Because 
because you're traumatizing that area and probably uh, affecting the blood supply. The, the, the vertebral artery comes up there uh, off to the side right there. That's why in boxing, you always want to catch them right here and, and twist a little bit. Yeah. Is that, that vertebral artery comes through a tiny little hole there that's, what, three-sixteenths of an inch in diameter. And, right. and it, does, it actually does four 90-degree bends. So it comes up through that, does a bend, comes over here, comes... So it does four 90-degree bends in that amount of space right there. So if that twists or turns, that's what you're doing to uh, your opponent, and that's why it works, you know. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I I don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. I mean, I I don't teach it anymore, but I just just (laughs) – in my – but I'm I'm still thinking – I'm still thinking now. This runs through my head. All the symptoms, all the problems – uh, the guys, the guy and women start to have later on going. That might be indeed the, indeed the problem. I just just yeah. never thought about. It. You know, to well, them is always I, a brain a brain injury or that yeah. no one can ever ever find out. Yeah. And then you find out later. Well, we'll we don't know unless we examine their brain. But you have to be dead to do that. It's you know it's. Anyway, well, it's, it's fascinating even, now. Even more so than that, that that artery that comes up mm-hmm. uh, is the blood supply to tw- uh, eleven of the twelve cranial nerves. So wow. then you get the vagus involved, and the vagus is vagus controls all of your internal organs or almost right, all. Right. Okay. So like I had a gal in today that uh, her atlas was out and it hadn't been out in several months, and she said the way I can tell is my heart palps are back. So uh, when I adjusted hmm. her the first time, she said, "Yeah, my heart palps were gone in a day," and hmm. and then when they come back, I know that that's not getting that that nerve supply to the heart correctly because of that. So, and that's okay. through, probably through the vagus. Yes. Okay. Another weird question, maybe. <laughs> uh, one of the issues I noticed with my wife and then a number of pregnant women, I was, I was an EMT and an ER tech for a number of years. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things that uh, I, I guess curious about now, pregnant women, especially yeah. women who are, who are very large, uh, they start having problems with their, uh, the nerve, the, tingling in their legs, their feet, their uh, feet hurting from the bottom, like their mm-hmm. pin stuck in all those, any connection there between that pressure I, there and all those problems? It, it can, but usually it's lower because of that, okay. because of the rocking. And I personally, I, yeah, I, I learned in my forties, if I'm not the best, I don't work on it. I refer it out. So <laughs> if it's not an Atlas problem. It's not my problem. <laughs> and I've got an amazing uh, pregnancy doc about 20 minutes away, a female that does amazing stuff with those gals. Okay. So if they have that issue and yeah, we adjust their Atlas, but, but a lot of times they'll come in and their Atlas is in and they're, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not your guy. Let's go okay. see this, this doctor. And she, she, it's works very well. Yeah. All right. okay. So, All right. and her technique is different to be able to pump that. And, and uh, there's certain people actually that specialize in that too, Ron. Okay. Yeah. All, right. Mm-hmm. All, right. Mm-hmm. all right. Just my brain is working here. Just thinking yeah. of all these people. Well, that's all right. That That's all right. I'm here to help. Yeah. 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 I, I figure now I, I can go talk to them. I look very smart now. But I can... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But it's probably your atlas uh, bone needs adjusting. Yeah. yeah was... You know, probably twice a day I hear, isn't it amazing what that one bone affects? Right. From, right. you know, brain fog <laughs> to coordination of movement and you know, they'll be, they'll walk down the hall and bounce from one side to the other because their coordination isn't right. The golfers like it because it makes their game better, by the way. 
That's hey. uh, that's pretty cool uh, <laughs> because it improves their coordination. Wow. But yeah, and, I, and I'm even thinking about my, my we we took care of my mother-in-law, a lot of seniors that I dealt with. You know, some of the things now they fall and hit their heads, right? And yeah. and you always get the same complaint that she's never been the same since then. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. never, never the balance was always off. They started deteriorating in certain areas, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm wondering now if that was part of the their their effect. Well, because the doctors never they do the exams and they go they can't find anything as well as just getting old. I'm like no, she was fine before. After the fall, so she started having the balance issues and the you know the confusion. Uh, so I'm that's well, starting, I'm starting to wonder now. Well, and that's a balance in in my. Um, you know, are they my case or not my case is, for example, concussion symptoms. So right. somebody that has their atlas out, I mean, I see it all day long, dizzy, nausea, lightheadedness, emotional stuff, you know, brain fog, coordination of movement, you name it. Is it, was it a concussion in the accident or was it atlas related? See, mm-hmm. so I work with a different chiropractor okay. that specializes in concussion stuff. So right. she's got about an $80,000 low-level laser that can change the brain. It's That's incredible. It? Yeah. That's 80000 Wow. Well, you know. <laughs> so in fact, let me, let me, if I have a second, let me tell you a quick story about that. My first grandchild was uh, a 38-hour uh, delivery emergency C-section. Ooh, God and, bless her. Well, she had a big head like her grandpa and just <laughs> wasn't happening, you know? I'm going to bless her mother. <laughs> just a minute. Stephanie's catching her breath. Just a second. Okay, keep going. <laughs> and and it was it was a midwife issue that, that went south and went to ER type thing. So it was unfortunate. And my granddaughter had a, a stroke in, or had a uh, seizure in NICU. Uh, she was in NICU for a week, had a seizure or two. And then fast forward about age three, she wasn't talking. She held her right arm up. Uh, she wasn't walking right. She wasn't using her right arm. And they figured out that she'd had a stroke in the womb. And uh, so she was told she'll never walk. She'll never talk. She'll never read. She'll never do math. She she had apraxia, which is affect the mental part. And she had cerebral palsy. And that was her diagnosis. So my daughter calls me crying. And I've got a buddy that uses the laser, by the way, uh, who reads a thousand research articles a year for 27 years. And I called him. I said, so what do I do? And he goes, oh, buy him a laser and have him laser her brain every day. And it'll, at her age, it'll heal that stroke. And mm-hmm. so that was in October and Christmas. Oh, she knew four words. She would say, uh, mommy, daddy, and Mimi and, and Papa. That's my wife and I. And that was all she'd ever say at age three. And um, so that was October. By Christmas, she knew her ABCs and counted to 30. And by the spring, she was in ballet, and summer she played soccer. Amen. She just went. Just, she goes to a Christian school down in L.A. and just got the president's list for straight A's in fourth grade. And she was told so. Wow. Right. Wow. So Praise she did, like if we go to Disneyland and she's walking around for eight hours, ten hours, she'll fatigue faster than her sister. But other than that, you almost can't tell a difference. That stroke healed with that laser. Wow. It's just amazing what that thing will do. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's amazing to see. I, I don't know. They they took my thyroid in 2011 because it had some cancer on it. And I said, well, was that going to bother you? They said, no problem. I only know this, that before they took that thyroid, I could say Lompoc with no problem. 
<laughs> since then, I have had a problem. And Paul knows that. For, so I don't know. There's probably some fog. Even that or my atlas is maybe messing up a little bit. But we can take just a quick station break here for a second. And uh, yeah, but, yeah. see where that goes. Hey, Stephanie, how about giving the folks a word, if you would, for us? And, you got uh, it. We've got some uh, new coming up. Go ahead. We we appreciate you guys always listening and participating with us. And it's true. We do have some fun things coming. Um, you can catch all of our shows. You can watch them or listen to them at bbsradio.com forward slash raising expectations. Um, you can also catch us. We're on, I don't know, a whole bunch of radio stations and on Facebook and LinkedIn. Like just look for us. You'll find us. Um, but also on that website, we have a little PayPal button where you can donate and we appreciate your donations because it takes money to be on the air. We love doing this, but it is a labor of love for us. So we appreciate any amount that you can give. Nothing's too small or too big. Um, and if you are having problems with that, or you have any questions, you want to talk about advertising, you can reach out to pastor Joe directly. If you would like to, his number is 972-922-8556. Five five six, and yeah, as you can see there, you can see all of our bios and different things, and past episodes, and all kinds of goodies on there. Uh, BBS Radio is very, very good to us. Just so you know, they do a wonderful job. So we thank you so much for uh, listening in and sharing our show. The more people that uh, we can reach, the better. And since I'm still talking, I'm going to take advantage of this. So, um, Doctor, it's funny that you said I could dictate my testimony. So my husband, same, but actually did that um, with a book because he's dyslexic and he had said he wanted to write a book forever. So when you said, I decided I would dictate, that just cracked me up because it's true. It's the natural form that you already use for things. And um, my husband also started sharing his testimony and we used um, medical mission posters from every year. And we started putting them in exam rooms and in the hallway. And so it opened a lot of conversations for people. And it, he was very nervous to start openly talking about his faith because it's not always accepted in business or in medicine. And it has been such a blessing overall. So I'm curious, um, ha- has it changed your practice? Has it changed how you interact with patients? It has. I haven't. I haven't gotten as much uh, opportunity to witness. A part. We are. We're. Busy. We're booked six months for new patients right now. So for to for for a for a orthopedic surgeon, that's one thing. For a chiropractor, no. You know. So I I'm running all day long for the most part. So I don't get as much of that. But I'll tell you, I haven't heard a dirty joke in about twenty years. it changed the culture it changes the culture it does and we have a blessing we have uh, two of our three staff are believers and we get to have praise and prayer with them every morning so we have prayer every morning as a group as a and it it, that changes the culture it just changes the mindset to start the day Mm -hmm. and then when we have somebody in that's crying because they're in pain or whatever and we can say hey we prayed today that the lord would send us the ones we're supposed to work on and if, if that's not the case, I pray, hey, give me the wisdom to send them to, you know, somebody else or somewhere else. So it has 100% changed the culture. Yeah. yeah. And we have verses on, we have whiteboards in every room. And I have verses on the whiteboards there that it's amazing to me how many people say that's my favorite verse or that <laughs> to me today. 
Yeah. Amen. Never comes back, boy. Amen. Amen. Paul? I think sometimes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dennis. Sometimes the staff puts certain ones up there to talk to me, though. It's got to be that reason. It can't be the Lord talking to my heart. (laughs) (laughs) I just have have two quick questions. One, what's your website, Dennis? The people would want to see that. AtlasDoctor.com. Atlas, like Charles Atlas, A-T-L-A-S, D-R.com. And on that, we have videos. We have educational videos about what we do and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. And and is what's the name of the technique that you oh, use? Oh, wow. It's, it's tough. It's called okay. At- Atlas Orthogonal. Atlas, Atlas Orthogonal. orthogonal. Yeah. Or orthogonal is all O's until the last A. All right. Okay. Actually, that was Atlas's last name in the Greek. Atlas my, That's who that is. My mentor, that, wow. my mentor that took it from the old school hand adjusting to the instrument, he had a, a had a um, engineering background, and so oh. orthogonal is a geometric term that means at right angles too. So trying to make the skull at right angle to the atlas, at right angle to the cervical spine. So when we measure those 3D vectors, our attempt is to restore that back as close as possible to orthogonal. So it's called orthogonal. So if you don't mind, because, you know, there's so few, uh, the website that somebody can find, somebody that I do, is called Global AO, G-L-O-B-A-L. AO, global AO for global atlas orthogonal.com. And that will list doctors. And before I get into trouble, you have to go to a seminar in Atlanta every two years to be on that website. And you'll find there I'm not on that website because I haven't been to Atlanta in three years. So a little bit of <laughs> political. Okay. <laughs> you know, just okay. COVID and, and having to wear a mask from one end to the other. And the uh, another one is, um, uh, nuca n-u-c-c-a dot org and nuca they don't use an instrument they use the, their hands but it's an extremely light very directional force and there's about 2,000 of them in the in the world so nuca stands for national upper cervical chiropractic association they analyze the same way i do but their their uh their art is a little bit different by hand but I really respect those guys and, and they changed my life before I got into this. And then the last one would be um, up C spine for upper cervical UPS or UPC spine.com. Now the, the problem with up C spine.com is anybody that calls in or writes in there, he'll put them in on there. It's done by a patient. And so there's very little control on who's on there. Um, so what we tell people to do when they're traveling is go on there and either try to find an Atlas orthogonal chiropractor or a Nuka chiropractor in their area. So, yeah. Well, that is interesting. And boy, I got them all. And, and folks, I hope you all got your copies on that. And if you don't come to the website and check with us or call or text either of us or give me a call, we're going to have to wrap it up. We, uh, we, we have so much fun, Dennis. This has been a great, great evening to have you with us. We want you to know we, 
we're praying for you. We just, we're really calling you back. Come back and let us know what's happening some more. And uh, maybe in the summer about how to get on that machine and go across the water, but that'll be good. All right. Hey guys, gals, we're ran out of time. We've had such a great evening. So all of you tuning in tonight, God bless you. God keep you. Uh, remember to check your neck and make sure you're okay. And uh, if you have any questions, get a hold of us and uh, we we're going to pray that uh, you had the best week you've had in a long time. Walk with God and watch where he takes you. God bless you. Thanks for being a raising expectation. See you next week. Thank, Thank you, you, Dennis. Dennis. Thank you. God you bless. Thank you very much. Yeah. Friends, thanks for joining us on this week's program of Thank Raising you. Expectations. We profoundly hope you found it engaging and at times humorous. But most of all, uplifting, so that we may, with you, one topic at a time each week, become more encouraged to move forward to an exciting future in, as we always say, this thing called life in America today. So let not your hearts be troubled, your family, finances, faith, freedom. It can be a great future as we talk, listen, respect, and pull together. Please let me hear from you. You can reach me at 972-922-8556. That's 972-922-8556 or Joe Schofield on Facebook or LinkedIn. It'd be a pleasure to know you and we hope you'll listen in again next week on the BBS Radio Network.